Hey. hey! Here we are for another Welcome episode back. of What About Now? Hurricane what about Edition. Now? <laughs> and uh, the fact that we're even here is a is a milestone because yes. of the hurricane. Uh, uh, living in Florida, I thought maybe the last podcast was my last podcast, but nope, I'm still standing, uh, thankfully. And uh, and I I was trying to get you to do a live hurricane podcast, like. And, uh, yeah, well, priorities about taking care of your family. I, know. Well, yeah. I told you if, 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 if the uh, roof breached and the walls came down, I would, I would record my death screams, but that wasn't necessary. So, um, I, uh, have two residences in Florida, one on the East Coast, one further South. Um, hold on a second, hold on a second. You have or you had? Still have. <laughs> okay. Let me just, I just want to make that clear. I still have. The, uh, the... <laughs> The East Coast residence uh, is uh, went through actually very well. Um, I didn't even lose the fence. Um, we don't really even have trees in the yard to lose. Um, I do have are, you, are you talking about the guy who stays with you that sells all the stolen goods? Nah, no. Okay. <laughs> talking about the fence that keeps my dumb dogs from running out in the street and getting hit by a car. Okay, okay, okay. No. But, uh, I, you know, I've got, like, I think one, one plank of wood that's loose that I need to put a couple of wood screws in and that's about it. We lost power for about 15 hours. Um, Hold on a second. At the rate that the contracts are charging, you need to put in two wood screws. That's about $800. Yeah, pretty much. Which okay. is why I'm going to do that myself. That's actually something I can't handle. So, <laughs> um, uh. yeah, so we lost we lost power for about 15 hours. Um, went out about 11 o'clock Sunday night. Uh, didn't have it in the morning. Kind of spent the, the morning outside with the girls. Uh, it was cooler outside than it was inside the house, so we were playing outside for a while. Then, uh, uh, believe it or not, things were actually starting to open up on Monday. Um, very limited hours, but um, yeah. yeah, I went by Home Depot just to say, you know, take a look around, see if there's anything I could get or need. Um, now. Uh... Was the uh, was your your st- usual strip club that you go to that open up fairly quickly? I do not know. Uh, I I live in St. Lucie County, and they have actually one strip club in St. Lucie County. Um, I, re- I so now I recall because I can't remember whose birthday it was, but I think we we went there very briefly. And the most significant, the most interesting thing about that place was the fact that in the parking lot. There was an entire colony of raccoons. Do you yes, remember I, that? I don't know what a large group of raccoons is called. Uh, that, there's a fact check there. Is it a coven? Is it a, uh, a murder of raccoons? I don't know. Um, I believe it's a tassel, a tassel of uh, raccoons. Well, this tassel of raccoons was about 30 deep, and I am not exaggerating that. Um, I took a picture. Oh, no, I took a picture. I took a picture as well. I have never seen anything that terrifying in my life. <laughs> There's something terrifying about that many raccoons gathered together. Um, like they were, they were plotting. Like they were like, shh, shh they're coming. Shh, yeah, act, yeah, you know, yeah. act, act natural. You know? It was, it was, it was the most unnerving thing I've ever seen as far as wildlife goes. And it was a perfect example of why we should have left right then and there because <laughs> did we? <laughs> it went downhill from there. Did we see them going in or coming out? We saw them going in. Okay, and that was crazy. Okay, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not one that believes in fate or signs or, or, or really anything supernatural. But if I did, that was a damn sign. <laughs> no, okay, so 
Very important, though. Are the raccoons okay? Did you go there and make sure that after the storm they were okay? I have gone nowhere near that place since we were there. <laughs> as far as I know, it's a gaping hole in the ground, and I'm not going to check. Oh, yeah, speaking of... <laughs> what do you... When you say gaping hole, hey, it was, are you talking? It was, it was topless only, so that's there was no gaping holes. <laughs> okay, okay, you're not talking about the strippers. You're talking about okay. Yes, just, yes. just yes. This is I'm, I'm going to be doing a lot of clarification this evening. <laughs> no problem. But yes, yeah, so but, uh, so St. Lucie residence was fine. Um, had some the the the, the run up to it was more exciting than the actual after damage. You know the damage afterwards. Yeah. Uh, um. But down south here in South Dade, uh, a little bit more damage. Um, a couple of trees down that's forced me to do a lot of yard work in the last couple of days. Um, uh, a little damage to a fence where one of the tree was, you know, one of the trees was, was near that fence and kind of it's a chain link fence on the side. It, it did damage to that. Um, and then uh, power loss for about a week down here. So some like uh, superficial damage, but just yeah. a lot of inconvenience. Yeah, a lot more, of inconvenience more inconvenient from... than, than anything else. Nothing, nothing I can't deal with. Um, I went through Andrew down here, and uh, this was nothing like Andrew as far as as the effect to us here. Um, but the keys really the, took it. I mean, keys, it was just yes. you know luck of the draw. Because I mean, it, it veered west, and the keys just you know, really yeah. took it and the, took the, it on the chin, you the know? The pictures that we're seeing out of the Keys is very reminiscent of what I went through in 92 with Andrew. It's horrible. I it's, mean. it's awful. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, I feel nothing but, but, you know, I, I know what those people are going through. I went through it myself, and I hope that they have a much quicker recovery than we did, but I know they're, and, they're uh, for a very, very long haul. And at, like, literally today, Puerto Rico got slammed today. I, I heard something that they may be without power anywhere from, like, three to six months on the island of Puerto Rico. I mean, it's, it's just awful. I mean, it's just been a horrific season. And, I mean, especially with the Caribbean, like, what, the Eastern Caribbean getting nailed, even, like, getting nailed by Jose, who didn't really affect anybody except for, like, the, like the far Eastern Caribbean. Just, was it um, Barbuda? But just, like, it's just, like, running somebody over, then back in the... Yeah. The, the truck in reverse and back it over, you know. And, and it's not even done yet. We, we, we've got all the way through the beginning of November for this first. It's awful. So. Yeah. Um. I had uh, the the pleasure of so okay. So I'm in Maryland, and you know I I'm all too familiar with the hurricane drills, and oh sorry drills. We'll get to drills in a minute. But the hur you know the all the the news coverage and the going to the national hur- hurricane website checking the numbers and and it's like well you know the question is why well, i am in maryland now why should i worry about that uh especially like i looked at statistics some article with the map and like what states get hit the most and like florida is the number one state for getting hurricanes uh, hit by hurricanes and maryland is on the list but like way down because they've gotten hit by like two in the past 150 years or something wow. <laughs> like a direct but um Unfortunately, I have an elderly aunt in Fort Lauderdale yes. who's by herself, and so I had to take point on that, on the making sure that she was prepared on the phone with her every day. In some cases, like right before, right after, like on the phone with her, like many, many times during the day, making sure that she was properly prepared, making sure that she was doing the right thing. 
that she was going down to the like to I you don't know what they call it, the shelter, but she lives in a she lives on the top floor of a high rise, and um, trying to figure out, trying to co- tell her where the best place to go and convince her that she needs to go downstairs, and then everybody was going to gather in a like a party a, 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 like a party room on the first floor, a very secure place on the first floor, and me just like having to and my sister and I were both on the phone with her at the same time, just like like browbeating her, telling her no, she's gonna go down to the safe area and she's gonna maybe if spend the night down there if she has to and then making sure she's properly prepared and she takes all her medicines with her her cell phone with her and her charger and and then on the dealing with the aftermath because she lost she lost power she lost power and water for two days now the one thing that she did not lose which so like i was i was freaking out because um I was worried about losing contact with her. But number number one, I was worried about her getting stranded, because the other the other thing I need to mention is that she is not capable of climbing stairs because she's slightly frail. Okay. And so I was worried about her with getting trapped on the top floor and there being no power and had her essentially being stuck up there with no elevator. Um, and I was kind of reassured um, that. They had, they had backup generators that ran the elevator, so it was possible that that could solve that problem. But I was really worried about getting stranded, her getting stranded up there, and her. I was insisting that she go downstairs during. Well, first of all, you don't want to be in ten floors up in a hurricane because the wind's much higher right. during a hurricane. Yeah. When you're when you're higher, you know, when you, the wind's stronger when you're higher up. But so you know, convincing her that she needs to go downstairs to ride it out, and then don't go back upstairs. Because if the power goes out, she's if, and she's upstairs, she's going to be trapped upstairs. Right. And, and no way to get down. And so, you know, we're doing all this prep for her. And uh, then the storm comes. She goes downstairs Sunday. I think she went really early Sunday. She went downstairs. She stayed downstairs all day Sunday. And then, like, I talked to her Sunday evening. I'm like, hey, how'd it go? Is it, you know, is it better? She's like, yeah, she went... You know, completely disregarding what we told her, went back upstairs, and then the power went out. So she was, she was and I, trapped. And I, she okay. So she was not trapped. I okay. was freaking out. So the so the generators were running. The elevator was still working because of the backup generators. But I didn't know how much power, you know, how much fuel they had. So I'm freaking out, and um, you know, I really didn't want her to stay up there. But the, the thing that bothered me the most was that she had a cell phone. And the battery was getting low, and I was going to lose contact with her. Right. And and then she's like, well, my, my cell phone's like almost out of power. Just call me on my landline. I'm like, wait, what? Your landline? <laughs> like, yeah, call me on my landline. <laughs> and I, she never, she has an old school, you know, landline, a copper landline. Yes. That she never lost That's awesome. during it at, at any point. And I was so happy. For this old, fucking shitty technology, <laughs> a classic 1960. This is an old building. She never lost phone, so I was able to talk to her for days when everything went out because she has an old. Like I could get a landline. It's like through Verizon FiOS. And if the power goes out, it has a battery backup, and then after 12 hours, the phone goes out. You know? Right. Right. Every single teleco in the country is letting all their old school phone lines decay and pushing people to you know voice over ip but as luck would have it she had a landline i could stay in contact with her <laughs> like 
Yeah. So I'm in, going back. In a I'm going back. To, world, it was analog that saved her. <laughs> I'm going back to vacuum. I'm going back. I'm going to go buy a tube, black and white tube TV. I'm going to go get a landline. I'm going to be done with it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> but uh, so it was great. So she did okay, and you know she her 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 neighbors. Everybody, you know, it's a it's a building of retirees. Yeah. Everybody was helping each other out, and you know apparently the generator stayed on. She never they never lost the elevator, That's and good. she was able to like. So she did okay, you know, and I was able to talk to her. The only thing I had to do was, the only dicey moment was, um, I talked to her one day, on the second day, because she lost water. Water was going on and off, and she was worried about the toilets. And I sort of had to, like, talk her through what she would do to try to to try to try manually flush the toilet. Like, she, cause she'd, she was smart enough to fill up her bathtub full of water. And I'm like, well, you could flush your toilet you know, with a bucket full of water. And she's like, well, no, I tried that, you know, maybe it was years ago, and it didn't work. And I was like, okay, so I had to, like, read up on this. And apparently, it'll flush, but you have to, like, dump a gallon in all at once. You yeah. can't just, like, dribble it in. No, no, and it, has so, go, it has to go in quick enough to yeah. kind of activate that vacuum or whatever. Yeah, exactly, like, all the time. Like, I just changed the, the water in the fish tank. I have a little fish tank in my living room. And I usually, I drain, I drain half the water, and there's like a couple gallons, and I just go and I dump it, and that flushes the toilet. Yeah. Um, and so the only thing we had to figure out was like, okay, well, since you're not strong enough to like fill a bucket full of a gallon of water, you ask one of your like less frail neighbors to try to dump the water for you. So like, that's really like the only thing I had to kind of talk her through. And then it turns out like the next day before she even had to do that, the water came back on, so, Why so did, we were okay. Just uh, just uh, another option she could have done is just filled the holding tank behind the, the, the toilet and then flush. Okay, so the problem with that was that lifting the top of the holding tank, was she probably heavy. couldn't accomplish uh, too that. Too heavy for her. Okay. Yes, exactly. So gotcha. either way, there's some weight involved. Because those, like, really solid, what are they, like, ceramic? Yeah, they're ceramic. Tops, I mean... Yeah. I think it's yeah, less she, than a bucket of water, but it still probably weighs a good 10, 15 she, pounds. Yeah, yeah, she was not going to handle that. So. Okay, okay, gotcha. So. so I was, I was like, putting my thinking cap on, okay. And then, like, get your neighbors to help out. Everybody's kind of, ch- you know, helping each other out. But, uh, so that was it. That was just my, my dicey moment was kind of, like, having to keep track of her. Yeah, well, and, and like, that's, that's, that's a real dicey moment. I, did you hear, I don't know, have, did, did the, yes. the, the words of the tragedy that happened down here reach up there, or? Well, that was national news. That was like yeah. lead story on the okay. nightly news. Okay. Well, we. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I didn't get a lot of power <laughs> for a week, so I didn't see what oh, okay, was on yeah. national news. But we did. We did hear, you know, of course, the the nursing home in Hollywood um, that had eight deaths because they lost their generator and uh, no generator. So they lost their AC. Yeah. They no generator meant no AC, and no AC led to you know heat exhaustion for. For eight elderly people, but it wasn't. It was incompetence because, like, they said that literally there was a hospital right across the street from. Oh yeah, yeah. No, there's, there's going. There is a criminal inquiry going on. I mean, there's, yeah. there, there's. It, it goes. There's so many people pointing so many fingers. The nursing home is pointing to the fact that they called a a, a hotline that supposedly directs to the department that Governor Rick Scott set up himself. Supposedly they called it three times. Um, yeah, who knows who's eventually going to take the fall 
but somebody is going to take the fall, and yeah. it might even be manslaughter charges that, that, that occur. You know, I, I, I don't know exactly how they're going to figure that out, you know, or what, what, what the investigation is going to lead to, what, what's finally going to come out, but yeah, eight people, you know, sweltering. You know, actually, you know, the, the one, one more just died, like, last night or something. Oh, really? That was I, on the news. Yeah, know. like, somebody who they, uh, was in the hospital, like, just died, like, the, the number went up by one. Yeah, wow, so, so it's nine now. Yeah, that's true. Um, as an aside, though, a second ago, I mentioned that it was a lead story in the nightly news. I just want to clarify something. Yeah, because I know that um, generally only old people watch the nightly news, <laughs> and you can tell that because if you if you watch the commercials, and you know younger people are asking what's a commercial, <laughs> um, no, but the commercials tend to be for like old people medications and stuff. Yes. But uh, just to point out that I'm not that old because I've transitioned to watching the nightly news. On my smartphone, oh, like two to three three hours later. It's like I can't because it's usually dinner time, but I still want to watch because it's like it's a good like twenty thirty minutes of concise news stories. Yes. And so like a couple hours later, I just pull on my smartphone, go to NBCNews.com. Shameless plug. No, I don't work for NBC, but uh, um, and then pull up the you can watch the whole broadcast on your phone. You know, so I'm old, but not that old. But not that old. You're, you're, you're old in young and refreshing ways. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm taking my old habits and, like, uh, repackaging them. Yes, yes. Exactly. But, uh, so I'm, yes. Um, so what else, man? Tell, tell me more about uh, the saga. The saga of Irma. Well, uh, like I said, the, the build-up was, was worse than the actual storm, thankfully. Um, so it, it started with the the usual rush around to get everything last minute in place. Um, so I'd had some canned goods. I had one, uh, one 24 pack of water. Um, I decided I wanted to get more water. And so let me, let me ask you this. What is, what is the rule of thumb about water and water supplies in, in post hurricane or whatever? Do you know what that rule is? The rule is when you finished your beer and liquor, start drinking the water. Okay. What's the other rule about how much water you should have? No, sorry, sorry. What's the the that was the alcoholic rule? What's the <laughs> not an alcoholic rule of water I, for an emergency? I think it's something like a gallon a day per person or something like yes, that. Yes, exactly. A gallon a day per person. Which I, I'm trying to think if I've ever drank a gallon of water a day in my life. <laughs> and I think the okay. answer is no. <laughs> but this is not necessarily just drinking. This is also bathing yes, and cooking. Yes, yes. Yeah. Every, everything used for water. I mean, but, does but, that include flushing? But, or? but here's, here's the thing. The water... The water rule... You have to kind of know what you're on. Now, if you're on well water, you're going to have to do a lot more preparation than if you get city water. Because well water, you know, the, the pump is going to run off of your electricity to bring it up to your shower, your toilet, etc. Right. And when your electricity goes out, you're not going to be able to access your well water. If you're on city water, you're not in nearly the crisis that a lot of people think you are, especially if you're in a metropolitan area. 
For one thing, major metropolitan areas, their water treatment and wastewater treatment plants, and I happen to know a little bit about this because I work for a wastewater treatment plant in a major metropolitan area, um, they, have, they are very self-sufficient. They have huge generators that run on, on diesel fuel that will continue the power of the plant when the power goes out. And when I say huge generators, I'm saying these generators are about the size of a small house. And the plant that I work for, which is in Miami-Dade County, has six of these generators on site, ready to go to power us so that we can continue to treat the wastewater coming through it. Um, I don't work for the water plant, but I know that they are on generator as well, and that they can continue to treat water that's coming to your house. So the only thing you would really have to worry about in those particular tough points at time is if there's a lot of storm surge and there's some type of incursion into the water supply, in which well, now, case you might and, have a boil water. Now, according, because every day I was checking, because my aunt lives in Pembroke Pines, uh, which is outside of Lauderdale, but um, I was reading their emergency website every day and they were, they were posting things about how there were main breakages due to the storm. Now, in the, is that they in kept, the they kept saying in the there water were multiple, or in the sewer? Were, I don't know. It just said multiple breakages, multiple main breakages. Okay. Um, that would be unusual. I mean, you're going to get some water incursion into the lines just because most... Water mains and wastewater mains were put in, you know, whenever the city was built for the most part. Most of the time, those things don't get replaced nearly as often as they should. So you can get some incursion in there of, of, of storm water. Um, so maybe that's what happened. But uh, in, in a lot of, like I said, in a lot of bigger cities, like I didn't have a problem in Miami. I didn't have a problem in St. Lucio. It's never under a boil water uh, huh. alert. Now, at a water at a water treatment plant, I was actually reading the other day. I was just reading something about them, and they said that the the most important system at the water treatment plant and is is the recorder, and then the operator has to make sure that that record uh, recorder keeps working. Now, would you know anything about this? I don't, like I said, I don't do water treatment. It's, it's, a, it's a different side of what we do. Um, so I couldn't tell you the details of it. But if it's... Hey, jackass, if, I was just making a joke about your recorder still recording. <laughs> well, no, no, there... It de- oh, Is your recorder still recording? <laughs> okay. Hello. I thought you are talking about... Well, because we do have recorders where I work. <laughs> we have oh, things that record, ch- wow. you know, chart recording, n- numerical recording. So I'm like, well, what are you that recording? Joke was, that joke was so good that it completely slipped by you. Either that or it was so bad that it didn't refer to anything. Wow. <laughs> it's like, is your recorder still going? Because people, regular listeners, would know that that's a, a hot button topic for our technical difficulties here. Is it still recording? Have we gotten an email yet? I, you know what? I've been, my spirit is broken. I haven't checked it in like a week, but like. <laughs> so, so what are you referring to when you're talking about regular listeners? Your wife. <laughs> exactly. But no, 
we're gonna we're building up a, a backlog so when people discover us and be like wow look at this they've been doing this for a while and this is this is such they've really matured anyway so as long as we're still re- recording um but anyway so yeah kind of so, go back on she, topic yes there are certain things that are recorded that you would have to check at the, okay nobody cares nobody cares <laughs> um yeah so she lost water for a couple of days well it was she on what okay so she was on city water not well water correct yes the high-rise building does not have a well ah well this is true she lives in the high-rise so there you go that answers my question um, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't know. It's, it's a smaller municipality, so obviously they probably don't have the resources to really build up their, their water and wastewater treatment. So yeah, that's a possibility. Anyway, so go back to, so water, go back to water. So you, you were preparing your water supplies. Yes. Continue. So, so yes. Yeah, so, um, I decided to, to go ahead and like, okay, I've got one case of water. So, but let's think of worst case scenario. Let's say the, you know, I wasn't certain how St. Lucie was prepared uh, for a storm like this. So I was like, all right, well, let, let's prepare ourselves. So I decided to go out and see if I could pick up the water uh, the Monday before the storm when it was looked like it was really going to come up the East Coast. And it, it, so about a week, a week ahead? Uh, yeah, about five days ahead. But see, at that point, the track had it all coming up the East Coast, and it shifted to the West. Well, St. Lucie has been through its fair share of storms, so people don't F around. Uh, yeah, like 04. Yeah, exactly. So I went out, and there is nothing to be had. There is not water anywhere to be had. No Dasani, no Zephyr Hills, no Publix or Walmart version, not even Aquafina. And I don't know how desperate you have to be to drink Aquafina, but I think this was the case to drink Aquafina, and it was not there. Um, I believe Aquafina, Aquafina is primarily consumed on uh, in desert oases and on the space station. And people desperate for water during a hurricane, because somebody bought all that crap. But, so, yeah. so I decided to go ahead and put on my thinking cap, cap and say, okay, well, you know what? You don't have to have water right now. Your tap is still working fine. This is five days before storm. So you can fill up whatever you've got around the house to go ahead and, and store water until uh, to get you through. And I'm like, I was thinking, I'm like, well, I've got a few pitchers and stuff like that you know around the house in the kitchen you know like gatorade bottles i didn't have much in the way of that unfortunately at the time i didn't have anything like in the refrigerator like a gallon of milk or gallon of tea or gatorade or anything like that you know i had a, a couple of pitchers and jars and stuff like that i knew i could fill but i wanted to get something more but i didn't want to spend a lot because i knew that i would want the empty jug more than what was in it. So I didn't want to spend like three or four dollars on a on a gallon of Hawaiian punch or, or Gatorade and and take the risk that I wasn't going to drink it in, in time and have to dump it down the sink so that way I could, you know, fill it with water. So I went to Walmart, I looked at the juice aisle, and I was like, what is the cheapest thing that I can buy? That comes in a gallon size. And the answer to that 
is Tampico. <laughs> Tampico mango pineapple orange juice is a dollar forty nine a gallon. <laughs> mango pineapple orange. That actually sounds kind of tasty. It sounds tasty. <laughs> it is a little <laughs> bit better when you add some rum to it. <laughs> But it is in this. no way good. So, like, your choice here is, like, don't get this stuff and then you die of dehydration. Or you buy this stuff and drink it and then you die of diabetes. Well, it was diabetes because the four of us finished all three of those motherfuckers before the storm. <laughs> I'm happy to say that we emptied out the Tampico, some with a three- and five-year-old who'll drink anything that's sweet, and some with two adults that'll drink anything with rum in it. But we finished them. And we stored water in three-gallon containers mm. of Tampico. Now, let me ask you this. Did you drink so much that, like, you can't touch another drop of it for the rest of your life? Um, common sense would tell me to never top, to touch another drop for the rest of my life. After the first drink, I decided I never wanted to touch it for the rest of my life. <laughs> oh, man. So, com- so. Now, uh, Tampico told me to get two cases of water next time. That's what it taught me. <laughs> <laughs> When you say that, you mean literally the CEO of Tampico called you. He's like, "Dude, just buy some water." Buy some water. Yeah, but but yeah, we did we did all the the things that you're supposed to do. We filled up a bunch of containers with water. I filled. Now, hang on now. As an aside here, um, I read recently that one of the the best or a very good way to store water is in the um, dried carcass of a raccoon. Do you happen to know anywhere in Port St. Lucie where you get, like, a large amount of raccoons? Oh, there's a large amount of raccoons, but you ain't getting a carcass out of them. They'll take you down, buddy. <laughs> you are you way outnumbered there. You're way <laughs> outnumbered. <laughs> you got a death wish you could take on that herd if you want, but not me. So, but I, I have... I have um, All you have to do is give them each a little bit of a sip of Tampico, and they'll just fall over there. <laughs> I have uh, I had a couple I have a couple spare bathrooms in my house in St. Lucie. Um, I have a big house. I'm not rich. I just happened to buy it at the right time when everybody was giving away houses. Hey guys, yeah, you, you remember that uh, housing uh, yeah. market uh, boom and bust? Yeah. What was ground What was Ground Zero, Florida? <laughs> exactly. And when it was busting, I was buying. So that <laughs> it worked out for me. Uh, I'm, I'm not a genius. I'm not some financial genius. It was complete and total luck. I was looking to buy at the time when everything was plummeting, so I have to get a more house than I needed. But, you know, I had I have two spare bathtubs that I really don't use, and so they got filled with water. So, so they, were, they were there to flush toilets if needed to be, you know, be or cook with or even drink if I had to, but didn't need them. 15 hours later, I had power. So, and again, I never even went under a boil water alert, so it wasn't even necessary. Do you still have all the Tampico bottles filled with water? Uh, I think that we've been using that water to fill up the dog bowl, so we probably are down to like the last one. So, well, yeah, yeah, I've just been, you know, dogs need water too. But one final interesting note about prep is that window shutters. <laughs> this was a little bit of a headache 
uh, a little nerve-wracking. So, I'm my second residence is down in South Dade because I work down here. And it's actually my mom's house. It's nothing fancy. It's a place for me to stay. Um, so, I, I, I work... I'm away from my family five days a week because it's a two-hour drive from one residence to another, so I can't really make that commute every day. Uh, so I decided that I start my, my work week starts on Tuesday, and I work the afternoon shift. So I decided on Tuesday morning that I was going to go ahead and at least start putting up the shutters in the backyard before the storm came. The storm wasn't supposed to come till Saturday night or Sunday. You know, I we even knew that far out it was going to be the weekend. So it was a really early start as far as that goes, but I wasn't going to be there for five days. I wanted to limit what my wife had to do, and I figured I'd come up Friday morning and finish up. I wanted to limit how much I had to do before the storm came in. So I have... Between what I've bought and what I've inherited from my father who passed away and had a lot of tools, I have four, count them, four cordless screwdrivers. <laughs> four of them. So, and, all, and, and my, 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 my shutters are just panels that, that are screwed into the wall. There's, there's, there's these uh, Phillips head screws, that, that Phillips head bolts that bolt to the wall. So basically, you just take a panel, you, you line it up, you put the bolt in, and screw it in the wall, and you're good to go. And I have quite a few windows in this house because, again, I got it for a song, so it's a bigger house than I need, and it's got like 17 fucking windows. So so I go ahead, and I'm, I'm like, all right, let me go ahead and start. So I start with my go-to, which is a DeWalt. I, I This one is a very, very good tool um i I like the brand um it's not the highest end but it's it's definitely not the lowest it's like upper middle as far as tools go uh it's usually very dependable and 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 it's what i always go to when i'm doing a job uh and i had i have two batteries for it there's one on the drill and there's one in the charger now the one on the drill is dead Okay, that's fine. So let me get the one off the charger. It's dead as well. Now I put the one so that it wasn't, I, it wasn't it wasn't holding it a charge. Was, it, it, the problem is I put the when I when I took it out I put the other battery in, and it started to just give a high pitched whine. So either the charger is bad, but my guess is the batteries are spent because this is an older drill. This this drill is at least probably 10 to 15 years old so i think yeah batteries don't really last that yeah long. i think rechargeables yeah, yeah i think the batteries are bad so that was my my first one and I'm like great i need this right now the batteries are bad all right let me go to the black and decker i don't like black and De- black and decker is your entry level tool it's cheap it's okay if you don't do a lot of work around the house it's good to have it's you know for the occasional handyman like three or four times a year, but it's not something that you're going to... Well, I have a Black & Decker, and I am an occasional handyman. Exactly. That's that's who it's for. Well, this one, the charger didn't even work. I plug in the charger, I put the battery in, nothing. So the charger is bad. So the third one I go to is a... I have a, another little 
micro screwdriver, one of those little palm ones that are good for mm-hmm. a quick job. It, 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 it's dependable, uh, but it's underpowered because it's small. It's not. It's not. Doesn't have a lot of torque. It's not going to give you a, you know, a real. Good... Is it mostly for uh, eyeglass repair? It's like no. It's thing. it's for it's for stuff in the house. Like if you're gonna hang something on the wall with a screw or something like that into the drywall or little things like you're putting together a little piece of IKEA furniture or something like that. It's, Maybe if you're going to build a shelf to store all your Tampico. Exactly. You got your Tampico shelf. It's perfect for that. It's it's okay. it's it's handy. It's it's comfortable to use. It's light. It it runs about 35 bucks and you know, it's it's good for everyday use for nothing too laborious. Uh, but it could handle what I needed it to do. Um so I go ahead and I start doing it with that. And then I notice that the battery's dying because my wife has a bad habit of leaving it off the charger. So I put it back on the charger. I'm like, all right, charge for an hour and then I can do it. And then I notice that as I put it on the charger, it lights up to start charging. And then after about 10, 15 seconds, it cuts out. For some reason, this screwdriver is no longer making contact with the charger. (laughs) And no matter how I position it, how much I wiggle it, I can get it to charge for 15 to 30 seconds max, and then it cuts out. So I've got a third one that is absolutely positively no good. Well, it's a good thing you have that fourth one. The fourth one, which is a a Ryobi, which is not a bad brand. Ryobi is a pretty good brand, but I've never used this one because I've got three other ones. So honestly, you could have been. You could have made up that. Last, I would have no idea if that's a real brand. It is a real brand. Like, right. So this. Tell me, Ryobi. The, you're my only hope. The Ryobi, because I never use it, I'm assuming that the rechargeable batteries on it are shot because <laughs> I plugged that thing in for about an hour, hour and a half, and all I got out of that Ryobi was a. Uh, so I have four. Count them. Four screwdrivers that are battery charged, and all four of them on the day that I need to put up hurricane shutters decide to go. So I got my happy ass into the car, went to Walmart, which is crazy of people buying water and apparently Tampico, (laughs) went to Walmart and bought a corded screwdriver for 20 bucks. Yes. Because yes. I know next week this shit's not going to be worth anything to me, but right now it's worth the 20 bucks. So oh. I got my job done with a corded $20 Walmart screwdriver. Very nice. Very nice. By the way, that sound that your your drill made, the, the, eh, that's, you, that's my go-to answer when somebody asks me, so what do you want to go for dinner? You want to do like Mexican? You want to do Indian? You want to do Chinese? Thai? Like, eh. So now you now now you can define it. That is a dying Ryobi. Wow, dying Ryobi. Dying Ryobi. So now I'm going to tell my own little drill story. It's um, it's um, it's not it's slightly different. It's it's not about dead drills. It's about lost drills. So like, like back when I lived in Florida, I bought a lovely Black and Decker, um, cordless, and and then a pack when we packed up everything to move up here it ended up sitting in st- 
storage or like it was never unpacked and then at some point because like we after a couple years up here we end up in an apartment and most of our stuff was in storage and so when we were in the apartment everywhere we moved my wife wants to hang curtains to make it really really dark to, you know wherever we sleep <laughs> so like we were in the apartment and we hung some a curtain rod it's not that hard to you know, hang a curtain rod. Let me just inter- so, interject. If you want it, uh, your house to be completely dark for you to sleep, just live in Florida. Because my hurricane shutters are not coming down until fucking November. <laughs> but please, I, continue. Oh, man, I remember <laughs> when I when I lived in Melbourne, I had the roll-down shutters. And, man, I rolled those down once, and I, like, I left them down in the back. Like, I left them down all hurricane season. And, like, my bedroom only had one window in the back. It was a pitch black, perfect room for sleeping. It was amazing. It was like living, that's like what a vampire sleeps in a coffin. It's great. Pitch black. It was beautiful. My my, my shows, seriously, are not coming down until either A, November, or B, the county gives me a warning to take them down. I think the county has bigger problems right now. (laughs) Exactly. So I think I'm safe for a while. But please continue. uh, I didn't mean to digress. Oh, yeah. no, no. No, so I ended up. We were in the apartment. I knew my cordless drill was in storage. So I went out and I bought like a $20 corded drill. Exactly. From wherever, Home Depot or Walmart or something. So we could just, I could drill like, you know, two holes or whatever to hang a curtain rod. Okay, so fast forward. Um, We're in the house here and slowly bringing things up to code, you know. I mean, like, not city code, but like, I don't want to die a horrible death in my house kind of code so like <laughs> like the, the guy who used to live here man he he really like let things go let things expire because like you probably didn't know like every once in a while you have to change a fire extinguisher or change a smoke alarm so like the first thing i noticed is that there was a fire extinguisher in the garage that had expired like five years ago and then like i noticed that like there was a an extension cord on the ground right next to a hose in the garage. Like, yeah, you got a live electrical wire right next to a like a live hose. That's probably not a good idea. You know, maybe you want to raise it <laughs> off the floor. Did he keep but, his uh, and then, okay, torches next to the oily rags? No, um, <laughs> no, his, his his tiki torches were, were rented out to uh, some <laughs> nationalists down in Charlottesville. Okay, well, that's a good thing yes. then. <laughs> yes, he. uh he started the Uber of tiki torches, where you can hire your own you know, tiki torches to white nationalists. Anyways, I digress. Um, and let's see. So the other thing was that the, the the smoke alarms were like almost expired. I mean, granted, this is a like a twenty year old house, but like like every ten years, you're supposed to replace your smoke alarms. And so I was going around looking, and like when we first moved in, they were like almost expired. And I looked at the dates, and it was like like. May of 17 was the expiration. And we had moved in in like the middle of 16. I'm like, well, that's perfectly fine. I have six months left on these. <laughs> Not thinking that like, well, they are nine and a half years old. Maybe I should replace them. <laughs> no, I was I was thinking like, no, I got, fuck that. I got six more months on this. Our fire extinguisher is like milk. You just kind of do a little squirt and see if it puts out a flame or something <laughs> like that. Oh, we got it good for another month. <laughs> Exactly, exactly like that. You definitely want to cut corners on safety devices. Of course. <laughs> yes. Oh, like, um, okay, so it gets even better because 
I noticed that in the basement, so I had, like, I had two, there's the three levels at the townhouse, and at the top level, middle level, these like nine-year-old smoke alarms, you know, standard smoke alarm, AC with battery backup, and I looked in the, I looked in the, the basement, and there's like, there's, there's two smoke alarms, one of them is probably like 20 years old. It's, I'm not even sure it's a smoke alarm. It's like, I thought maybe, I don't know what it was, but like, it's dead. It was not doing anything. Not even connect. I, I took it, I, I hooked it. It wasn't even connected. It's not even wired up. And there was another one up there. It was active. It was a really old one and it didn't even have a battery backup. It was a hard wire. And it wasn't the same model as the other one. I'm looking at that thing. I'm thinking, okay, that one probably needs to be replaced just because it doesn't have a battery backup. Now, what I did was that same model that you know was nine and a half years old there was a third unopened one in the basement i hung the third one i was like i still have a couple months in this i hung it might as well and so then i you know hung it with the battery back i'm like okay i'm good i'm good i'm punting i'm good for another couple months and then finally you know the time rolled around and i bought these so nowadays smoke alarms um before, well, okay, no, so first I replaced the hardware. What's I figure, like, why? There's, you, there's cool ones now. You can just buy one. It's a battery. It's just a battery-powered one. And the battery lasts 10 years, and then you throw it out. Okay. So, like, you don't even have to change a battery. You just buy it, you put it up, and then you just replace it 10 years later. Right. And so, just so, well, so okay, so the, the hardwired ones I replaced with the same model. I was like, well, let me just get the same thing, you know. Hardwired with a battery backup. I replaced those. Good, good. I'm good for another ten years. And uh, I was like, but that's not enough because, like, in my old place, there was basically there, there was basically one like in every bedroom, every level. You're supposed to have the modern code says you're supposed to have one in every sleeping room. Okay. I just I just had like one in every level. Right. I was like, okay, so I, I'm gonna add a couple. Of them. It's like, well, doors, bedrooms that are closed. Mm-hmm. Number one, baby's room. Yeah. We close her door every night. So. Closed door, if you know, it would prevent the smoke from getting to like the the other the one smoke alarm on that level. So okay, so let me get one of these newfangled battery ones. I installed one. I bought two of them. I installed one in the baby's room. Yeah, feel great. And I bought the other one, and like I never bothered install the second one. I never got around to it. So like just in the past couple of weeks, I'm like cleaning. And I'm like, oh, that's right. I have this other smoke alarm. Why did I never hang this? <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead. So in the in the guest room, I'm gonna hang the second one in the guest room. Because we mostly keep that door open, except when we have a guest, and the guest goes in there and shuts the door for the night, right? You know what would really help in screwing in that smoke alarm? A little micro, you know, screwdriver would be perfect for that. Exactly. I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to hang the second smoke alarm. I'm looking around, and I'm like, I can't. Okay, so I know... I know we talked about earlier about the, the chore it is to try to find something in the in the the Raiders of the Lost Ark warehouse that is my garage. <laughs> so I'm look I look at all over the place. I can't find my corded one. Oh, I cannot find my fucking corded drill because like in order to mount a smoke alarm, you got to drill one three. You have a single three sixteenth hole to drill to mount with one goddamn plastic screw. <laughs> I, I'm I'm tearing this place up. I can't find my stupid, cheap, corded drill. And it's driving me crazy. And then it was the point where, like, I don't even give a shit. I just want to find it. 
You know, it was just dry. It was driving me so bad. I was like, okay, fine. I finally, I gave up. I'm like, hey, look, I'm gonna switch tactics here. Um, here's my choice. I have one. I have my quarter one in the garage somewhere that I haven't seen since I packed up in 2013. <laughs> or I have a second choice because when my dad, my folks visited back in, I want to say June, he came here and did a bunch of work, and he forgot he left his cordless drill here. Oh. <laughs> I didn't find it until a month later. He he put it in a weird closet, like a like a in the HVAC closet, and he says like, "Hey, you know, I'm missing my drill." I'm like, "I haven't seen it." And then a month later, I found it like, "Oh, look, there's your drill." <laughs> so, my choices as of like this weekend, my choices. Okay. Either the drill that's buried somewhere in the garage or my dad's drill. I'm going to go ahead and try that. So I go out to the... Okay, yeah, I, I know that. Go out to the garage, take it. I'm like, you know, I don't recall him leaving the charger to that drill. <laughs> I go out, I try it, it doesn't work. I don't have a charger. I have this really nice cordless drill and no way to charge it. <laughs> you know what's better so, than okay, that? So that? Having four really nice drills and no way to charge it. <laughs> You have a charger, it's just none of them work. Exactly. Well, none of them are charged, so... <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so, like, what's my choices here? It's like, okay, I go on Amazon. I could spend about 20 bucks to get a knockoff charger. And I was like, well, wait a minute, though. I have that corded one buried. It's also a Black & Decker. I could probably... What if it's the my, It could be the actual same charger. My wife's going to be crap if I could buy a charger and then dig out the other one, and I find that it's... Oh, look, I could have just charged them both with one. So, like... Okay, fuck it. I'm going to take a couple hours. I'm going to dig through boxes. That's what I did this weekend. I dug through boxes. And I found... Of course, it was like... I started on the right side. It was on the left side. So I went through like 50 boxes. And I found my original quarter one. And it, it was great. It held a charge. It worked perfectly. I was so excited. Completely different charger. Completely different charger <laughs> than, the, than my dad's drill. But I plugged it in. Held it beautiful. I uh, I hung the smoke alarm. It became way more complicated because like, it like there's eh, whatever. But like, it took me a while because like the plastic screw. There's like there's like the easy way and the hard way. The easy way is it comes with this one big plastic screw that's good for drywall. The screw snapped in half when I screwed <laughs> it, and so I not only couldn't get the screw out, but then I had to like it also came with like uh, traditional anchors. So I had to drill three more holes, and then put in anchors and okay anyway so it was fine so that was like sunday like before the dolphin game <laughs> i uh i hung the second smoke alarm very happy and so that's my drill story so i have three drills <laughs> one of them no clue okay so the first my, one thought is is that maybe my dad accidentally packed it up as part of his shit and took it maybe we traded drills i don't know <laughs> but uh so there's the there's the the shitty one i don't know where it is the nice one that doesn't have a charger and then the trusty old one from like 2012 2013 that's actually sitting right next to me i'm looking right at it this very second <laughs> but uh, uh so that's my drill story yeah uh, it's <laughs> it's been a headache um so you you see my three drills and you raise me four the five you're <laughs> you're at five now oh i i but but here's here's the thing See, that's just one residence. I still have a second house I have to board up. And that's the one wow. down south. 
Now, see, that one's not too bad. I don't have to use any power tools because I had a very handy father that happened to uh-huh. cut all the plywood uh, for these this house, for all the windows, years ago, and it's ready to just slap on and go. Uh, and also, the house comes with two hurricane shutter type awnings that just come down and then bolt into yeah. the wall. Yeah. Now, nice. now, and, and all you need is is basically um, uh, for is basically a, a ratchet wrench, and and then just a regular screwdriver. So if you got a power one, that helps. But you can just screw it in uh, on a couple of spots. But most of the time, it's just a, a ratchet. You just ratchet it in. Um, with uh with hex bolts um but the problem is this house that i'm in is was literally built in the 50s and this house withstood hurricane andrew and this house went through the eye of andrew so it it didn't get you know it didn't just get brushed by it went through the eye of andrew and it stood up um but a lot of the things now are starting to age and i found why don't you explain why it stood up well, because it's a two-bedroom, one-bath, poured concrete house, and when I mean poured concrete, poured, poured concrete, even the interior, even the interior walls, even the interior walls. There's nothing. That's I remember. But poured concrete. There's four poured concrete walls and one flat poured concrete roof. It is literally a bomb bunker. <laughs> So it yes. it withstood Andrew, um, but I'm putting these shutters up, and I found a couple of problems. Some of the bolts and some of the studs that are it's supposed to attach to are aging to the point where they broke. They oh. snapped in half. So oh. I I bolted down what I could, and then. In what I think was a little move of ingenuity on my part, I went to chewing gum. I went, Wait, let me guess. No chewing gum. No, I went to Lowe's and I got something that works very well. Tampico juice. Tampico juice. No, 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 no. Zip ties. Zip, Zip ties. ties. Now I have security bars on these windows, so whatever there was a bolt that broke, I could take. One or two zip ties, if I wanted to give it an extra little oomph, thread it through the hole around the security bar and zip tie that bad boy right on. Were these like were these Kevlar zip ties by any chance? No, but if if you ever tried to break a zip tie, uh, no, but I'm also not uh, 185 mile an hour hurricane. This is true. No, but look, it's they're not the board isn't completely held up with zip ties. There are places where there's like good three or four bolts still on but that extra one or two bolts may have broken the zip ties take the place so do you have a long-term strategy to replace the bolts not really no because unfortunately they broke in the hole exactly unfortunately like some of the ones that broke were actually bolts that are on the security bars themselves and they've aged to the point where where they broke they snapped off so there's really not a whole lot i can do Yeah, well, uh, we're running up on an hour. So, uh, how much more uh, hurricane? Uh, how many more hurricane gems do you have? Uh, that's pretty.
pretty much it. Um, that was kind of the the, the cover. Uh, I I did want to touch on one thing. You you, you kind of said uh, uh, you didn't want to cut corners on 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 safety. This is like the only thing that it has nothing to do with the hurricane. This in fact, this was a couple of years ago. But I was thinking about cutting corners on safety, and I kind of wanted to share this little anecdote. Uh, okay. Which hopefully doesn't get me arrested or have my child taken away. But this is how I <laughs> cut corners on safety one time because I didn't have a choice. So I had my daughter home. This was when my oldest was just a couple years old. And uh, the wife went to work, and I, I had the daughter with me in the morning, and then I was going to take her to daycare before I went to work in the afternoon. So the wife went to work, and I've got my daughter... And I'm about ready to take her to daycare, and I come to the terrible realization that the car seat is still in my wife's car, and I don't have a car Ooh. seat for my daughter. Now, she's about two, two and a half at this point, so she's not an infant, but I don't have a car seat for her. So I figure, well, I have to improvise, and I look over, and there at the kitchen table is my daughter's plastic booster chair. For to sit at the table, that comes with a little flimsy belt buckle that straps her into the booster chair. Now my my daycare is literally like three blocks away. It's not very far. I'm not driving like miles. Just, it's like literally three blocks. Why didn't you just walk there? Because you could have just because I'm there. lazy. I ain't walking anywhere. So, but I have decided to go ahead. I put the booster seat in the back. I put my daughter in it, oh my God. put that little strap around her, then put the seatbelt around the booster seat, and drove like 15 miles an hour to daycare. <laughs> well, I mean, at least you were you were trying. <laughs> Circumstances prevented you, but you were like trying to think outside the box. Yes. And it's not literally three blocks away. It's probably like a mile, mile and a half. So it's, you know, I, I'm exaggerating when I say three blocks, but it's not far and I don't live in a in a neighborhood where there's a lot of traffic, so you know, I it was it was a it was a good bet that uh, I wouldn't have a problem. You know, if I was a betting man, which I guess I was, I was betting with my daughter's life. I <laughs> I was I was betting that it would you know it, there wouldn't be a problem, and obviously there wasn't. So because I, I still have two kids, but uh, yeah, that's I just kind of wondered that you said something about hedging on safety. I'm thinking about the. Yeah, there was one time I did. So. <laughs> I did yeah, no, no. What's the statute of limitations on that sort of thing? Uh, hopefully two and a half years. <laughs> okay. You promise you'll never do it again. I promise I'll never do it again until the next time I do. Oh my god. <laughs> no, it's never happened again, I... so I guess we're okay. So. Um. Don't, uh, no, 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 I don't, uh, I mean, do you want to stretch it in a couple of minutes? Because I can just tell a quick story about my kid. Go for it. No, just, um, we've had a transition, a very abrupt and, uh, sleep-depriving transition in the household because, um, I guess the last time I talked about how she switched to a, from a crib to a bed, like, literally just within the past half a week, she started getting up at night getting up and coming to our bedroom at night. Like, it all started on Friday. Grandpa was visiting. And he came upstairs, 
and he made a lot of noise going to the guest room. And he, I guess he startled her. So she like, you know, bolted out of her room and came to our room. And ever since then, anywhere from like two to five times in the middle of the night, she like, you know, throughout the night, from the time she goes to bed to the time she gets up in the morning, she's just been getting up, getting out of, getting out of bed and just like walking in her room. Really? And, um, just, it's God, it's horrible. I mean, last we're trying to figure out maybe it has something to do with because it's it's a it's a little warm. We have a hard time cooling a room, but so like like we run the air tremendously, but it still won't get the room below like seventy seven, which is like you know perfectly livable. But just you're more likely to wake up as opposed to be sleeping. Right, right. And uh, even last night we made it. I think she was only up twice, twice in the middle of the night. She's just like getting out of bed just walking in her room and like it's just like oh man between that and like the, the so like the cat's behavior has changed maybe the cat's getting older so like in the past couple of months man the cat is is like anywhere from four to like six in the morning just like uh like you know meowing like crazy meowing like crazy and like i have to like get up and like i've just decided just like to get up and just to take the cat downstairs and just, you know, lock her in the basement. And, uh, you know, we have a finished basement. And her, 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 her litter box is down here. So I just, I just put a second, like, water bowl down here. And I put another fold bowl down here. So it's like, so now, like, at least once every night, the cat does her thing. If it's not the kid, it's the cat. And I get up and I, like, I'm just trying really hard not to fall down a flight or two of stairs. <laughs> so I'm, like, so groggy. I'm like holding on for dear life on the ba- you know on the railing, just trying not to fall down the stairs to go down to the basement, just to to put the cat down there and like you know shut her down in the basement. It's like so, this is like my new life. It's like get, but, but like I have a nice I have a nice pee, you know. Like it's halfway through and I'm like, yeah, I really have to pee. So like get to that age where you can't you know. <laughs> where six or seven hours is not in an uninterrupted sleep anymore. Yeah, but uh, so this is my my like, lovely life now between like the cat and like I don't even I don't even know if the kid's been up already tonight, but like um, I'm, I'm really hoping that if we just I don't care we're gonna set the thermostat if we set the thermostat to like 65 <laughs> it'll be like it'll be like 75 in her room it's like we'll be icicles but we'll get a good night's sleep. Well, maybe you can close off some of the vents in, other, in the rooms that aren't occupied mm-hmm. and kind of direct the air. Nope. Nope. Doesn't help. Oh, Tried wow. it. Done it. Tried oh. it. Doesn't help. Oh, wow. I've been looking on YouTube trying to figure out all kinds of interesting ways to cool the room short of like buying a wall unit, which, you know, we have a homeowner association, so that's not going to happen. <laughs> but, uh, you know, they make stand up like, ones, I, but you have to have an exhaust for it. You have to vent them, but you have to vent them. I have no place to vent it. You have to do it out the I window. I was thinking like, ooh, Vent it to the dryer hose yeah, or something. Yeah, you have to vent out the window or whatever, but yeah. No, not going to work. Yeah, no. Like, you can get a cooler. You can, like, drill a hole in it or cut a hole in it, put, like, a little angular tube, and then, like, put it and then, like, blow a fan, like, cut two holes. And the second hole, you blow a battery fan in, and then, like, and then basically it'll blow cold air out. Like, it blows air in and over a block of ice and out, and you get cold air coming out. And that's what I was thinking, like, I'm going to do that. I'm just going to, like, put this ice chest in there and, like, get air blowing across it. Surround her bed with frozen gallons of Tempico orange pineapple mango juice. Huh. <laughs> I don't know if we can get it up here. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you can. You have to send it. I'm sure you can. Yeah. 
you'll probably find some strange passion for version or something like that. You'll be all enamored with it because it's rare. Oh, jeez, I don't even want to go down that road. I've already been burned on the mango steam. Uh, uh, you know, I still have a couple of Liptons left. Well, you hold on to those for, uh, for you know, for the, I'm sure, secondary market uh, increase that it's going to have. So. Yes. Oh man! So if you want, you want to wrap things up and just do a quick recap. Yeah, of yeah. The, so uh, the our little remember our little uh, our our mission to find listener prime. Oh, uh, yeah, listener prime. Uh, well, let's see. What can I give lis- listener prime? Uh, well, let, let me recap. Let me, let's, let's recap. Let's recap. Uh, um, we survived hurricanes. We're looking for. We survived hurricanes. No, I mean I'm talking. Yeah, recap of listen, the listener prime program. Right oh, now. okay. Oh, uh, let's see. Well, we, we, we told, uh, we, we have to have the phrase that pays this week. Oh, yeah. I think the phrase that pays okay, is... Okay, so again, no, 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 recap, uh, pre-recap. I mean, basically, we're looking for somebody to email, a listener to email us to become, like, our first official listener. It's going to be somebody that exactly. we don't know. We've never met. We've ne- yeah, it can't you know, be a family member, can't person. be a friend. It's somebody that's nope. unknown to us that's listened to the podcast. Right. Uh, and, and they're going to drop the phrase that pays. And we've had a different one each podcast. I think this week yeah. the phrase that pays is going to be Ryobi. 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 Yes. Okay. Uh, Ryobi drills. Ryobi. Or just Ryobi, Ryobi drills, however you, you know, get anything close and, uh, and, and we'll give it to you. Uh, and okay. I think, I think, let's see. So what's the payout going to be? Well, we've already said. Well, first let me, wait, hold on, hold on. The email address. Yes, give the email address. <laughs> it's uh, Darren and Ted at gmail.com. That's. D-A-R-I-N-A-N-D-T-E-D at gmail.com. Exactly. And what is, why don't you recap the uh, gifts so far? It's constantly growing. So, you know, uh, the jackpot is growing. We've got a, we we will get you a copy of Bon Jovi's What About Now CD. Might be used, might be new, depends on what I can find on eBay. We will will give you a Professor Plum card from a Clue game. What was the third one? Uh, I, the third I said one? a Star Wars item. I didn't know, you know, what it was going to be, but I have so much Star Wars stuff that I'll throw in a Star Wars item of some sort. That was, I think that was it. Uh, and now I'm going to throw in, I'm going to throw in a Black and Decker drill because fuck that thing. <laughs> Something's got to take the fall. It might as well be the cheap bastard. So I'm going to throw in so a like... broken Black and Decker drill. <laughs> You know, the shipping cost of this is gonna is starting to add yeah, up. Yeah, it's, right? it's definitely gonna be more than what's in the box. That's for sure, as far as value goes. <laughs> so you're gonna ship it. But what's the cheapest shipping? Like UPS, like media uh, mail. And because there's a CD in there, media. I could say it's media. <laughs> My God. So, uh, but yeah, so that's what we're at right now. Uh, bon Jovi CD, a Professor Plum playing card, a Star Wars item, <laughs> and a broken Black and Decker drill. <laughs> so just say the phrase that pays. Just check us out on our email address, Darren and Ted at gmail.com, and type in the phrase that pays, Ryobi. I don't even care if you spell Ryobi. it right. Ryobi. You don't even have to spell that's it right. So. And uh, that's about it. So that's been another edition. That's of, it. Uh, what that about has now? been our hurricane edition of What About Now. So The special hurricane edition. Hopefully we won't have another one. Oh, uh, it's Florida, and it's only September, so... Don't count on it. I'm thinking positive. <laughs> so. 
Anyway, well, thank you for listening, and until next time, my name is Darren. And this is Ted, and this podcast has been brought to you by Tampico. Tampico. And what else? Uh, Broken drills everywhere. Tampico and Black and Decker. And, and, this podcast and has Hurricanes been to you by Irma Tamp- and Jose and Harvey, Maria. And Maria and I think there's a Lee in there somewhere. Lee just kind of was spinning on its own. Yeah. So now, fuck Lee. Okay. Um, that's it. What about now? What about now? Until next week, take care.